Hey, teacher friend, welcome back. This is episode number 48, and I am here to help you gain more insight in an effort to build your homeschooling business, your tutoring business, or your micro school. And yes, I keep saying those three terms because I don't want anyone listening to these podcast episodes feeling as if, well, I can't be one of those. I can't be a micro school, so guess that's out of the bag. No, I am here to help you build your business and any of these three terms can be used interchangeably. Today, I'm going to help you sift through some very important pieces of information when it comes to building your business. Whether it be a micro school, homeschooling business, tutoring business, learning pod, or dun dun dun, educational family child care center. Yes. I know, it's fun. It is because many teachers will say, but I can't tutor homeschooled children. I cannot start a micro school. Not in my state. I have state and regulations. Yes, I know. I understand that. Nobody is suggesting you do anything illegal. No way. However, there are some very important terms that I'm going to discuss today some very important pieces of information that we must get straight. There's a lot of bills being passed to create micro schools. There's a lot of information coming out about non-for-profit, charter schools, private schools. What am I? What do I become? What if I want to start a business? Does it have to look like this? Does it have to be a franchise? Does it have to look like this micro school? Ugh, all the legal stuff that teachers don't want to mess with. Ugh, the stuff that literally I thought, I'm not even going to do this if I have to spend any more than an hour. Well, I get it. I'm so there. I wish I would have had someone who could have helped me with this when I first wanted to do this 10 years ago. But I didn't have, I didn't know who to talk to about it. I didn't even know these things existed. All I had was an idea. But today, I'm excited to come to you with some really great pieces of information that's going to kind of help the fog move out. You're definitely going to want to take notes on this because I know as I was looking this information up, I was taking notes like a girl on fire. So let's do it. All right, here we go. I'm so excited because in the month of February, I'm going to be talking to you about all of the business possibilities that you can have as you step out to build your micro school, tutoring business, or homeschooling business. 
Now, I say that I'm going to give you all the possibilities, but there are so many more, so many more. Last episode, I talked about your teaching gifts being a key ingredient, gave you some homework, some exercises to do, because this is the value that you're going to offer. This is the vision that's going to keep you on track, that's going to keep you motivated, that's going to keep you geared up for the fight that is to come. And when I say fight, I mean the fight for freedom, friends. The fight for freedom, the fight for your life to be so much more of an impact and high quality for your children if you are a parent and you want to start an educational platform, whether it be a micro school, a learning pod, a homeschooling business, you've got to be able to get into the zone of understanding what you can offer so that you can set your family legacy up for success. Now, I know that each and every one of us, if you're a parent trying to figure all of this out, it feels like so much. I know that if you are a teacher and you're going, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I can resign. I don't even know if I step out. How am I going to do this? How am I going to make sure that I can you know, prepare financially, but you know that there's another side to teaching because you can use your incredible gifts. You just don't know how it would look. I want you to know that I understand many of us do not know where to start. We need each other. And yes, I do teach teachers how to build their own micro school from the ground up, their tutoring business or micro school. That's what I am. I'm a tutoring business, but I also function as a micro school. I'm a private tutoring practice, also serving children in a micro school setting. I get the best of both worlds and I function as an LLC, but I know that each and every one of us need clarity to get to this point, depending on your state regulations, depending on your gifts and talents, depending on the model, depending on your niche, depending on the value, we need help. And yes, I do help teachers build it from the ground up. I help you jumpstart your business. I help you take it from beginning all the way to full implementation, but you may not be ready for that. You might just be going, I don't even know what my gifts are. I tried to do that last episode and I'm having a hard time figuring it out. I don't even know if I have the confidence to do this. I'm your girl. Head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. We will work through whatever clarity you need to achieve. Whether you are starting and you don't know the legalities, you don't know how to set it up, you don't know your pricing, you don't know your value, you need to know how to communicate effectively with parents. What do you do whenever parents start to phone call? How do you start advertising? How do you start marketing? What's your messaging like? How do you actually prepare your home for this? What are the first steps that I need to take in order to become an LLC? And then I know I have some teacher friends going, help, can I really do this? Help me look at my numbers. Help me figure this out. Show me what model would be best for me. Show me how I can start. Show me how I can build this in the next year, two, three years. What would it look like for year one? What would it look like for year two? I need a plan. I need priorities, I need goals, and I need strategies. Head on over, check out the coaching packages. We can do a one-hour clarity breakthrough session, and I will get you started and on your way to success. I love it. It is a win-win for both of us, helping you get the results that you desperately need while I get to pour into you and watch you succeed and watch you walk away doing what? 
you feel you've been called to do. All right, today we're going to talk about some terminology and we're going to talk about some very important pieces of information that you need to know when it comes to being a micro school and these bills that are coming out that are saying that the states are passing the legalities, the laws to create micro schools. I have many teachers asking about charter, asking about government funding, asking about private schools, asking about becoming an LLC, a tutoring company. So here we go. First off, micro schools are in such a high demand right now. The government cannot keep up with these super smart, intelligent teachers and parents who are like, Ooh, 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 we are breaking free and we are going to create something. And then the government's going, scratching their head thinking, how the heck are these people doing this? How are they getting out from underneath our radar? So the legal stuff, I know we are teachers. We just think this just isn't my thing, but we have to. Come on. You're going to build a business. You got to know. You have to know this so you can gain clarity and build the business that's going to work for you and that's going to fit the regulations. No matter the business, legalities will come into play. It doesn't even matter if you're setting up an Etsy shop. There are some legalities. It's a critical step. You got to eat the frog and that's what we're going to do. This is going to help you from going down the wrong road. I spent so much time scouring the internet. How do I do this? What am I exactly if I have these kids at my house for an extended amount of time? Am I a childcare, but but they're school-age kids? How does this all work? A phone call with a mentor set me free and helped me be successful. And that's what I want to do for you. I'm gonna say that when I first spoke with a mentor, she said, well, you can register as a private school. But in my spirit, I was like, no. And I knew that there was going to be red tape. I knew that I was going to have to follow their rules. I couldn't do it out of my home either. And that's all I had to start out with was out of my home. So what I did find was that I could set myself up as a tutor. Aha. Easy. Easy for me here in Florida. I set myself up as a private tutoring practice and If parents homeschool their children, they can send their children to a tutor. Now, I'm going to say this. When is it that a parent who has a homeschooled child cannot go and see a tutor? Is there a law that says that? That homeschooled children cannot go see a tutor? So think about this. If you want to have your micro school set up and you need to function as a private tutoring business, that's the route that you need to go. You're going to have to look at your laws, and your regulations. Now, all the children who came to me to Lighthouse Learning, none of them were homeschooled children. They were all public school children. There's no law that states that they cannot come to my house for an hour, two, three, or four hours to receive tutoring instruction. I highly suggest, depending on your state, that you look into that. I, number one, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're thinking she's going to tell me to become a private school, she's going to be telling me to to be a charter school. She's going to tell me to join the micro school movement where governments are passing bills. I'm going to tell you, no, I do not think that you should go that route. Personally, I don't because I know that there is a way to work around it. And that is the way that I had just explained. I also know many micro schools are functioning as educational family child care. You want to look that up. Educational family child care. I have 11 students coming to my house to be tutored. 
Now, you might want to even look at, in your state, if you operate as a tutoring business, how many students can you serve at a time? Does that mean if you can serve five or six students at a time, would then need another person or another adult there to help you have five or six more students? There's ways to work around this. I've come up with some doozies, baby. Woo! Too much to even be shared on this show, but I'm here to tell you we have got a way. Yes, every state and province and country is different. However, rest assured, you can build a teaching business educating children face-to-face in a way that lights your teacher heart on fire. Watch out for the continuation of these business models that I'm going to tell you about in the next six episodes. I'm going to also right now talk to you about charter school and private school. Charter school. I, I looked into this. In the U.S., if you want to start a school with public funds, you can open up a charter school. You would need to legally apply to start a charter school. And I have actually gone through this process with a pastor. About six years ago, we decided that we were going to try to start a charter school. But because of the hoops that we had to go through, we were like, forget it. I mean, we had business meeting after business meeting after business meeting. And to be honest with you, it wasn't even going to be for like two more years that they were even going to let us start a a charter school. And so it's like, how did this one person, me, right here, right here in my little neighborhood, how in the world did I beat the system that nobody else could think of during the time? Not because me and I'm just so smart, but we did not have access to this information. This was like a total God download. He gave this information to me so that I know not only can I have these children at my house and just pouring into their lives, but I can help you as well. You would, if you want to become a charter school, you would need to legally apply to be a charter school and they're not in every state and they're not in all countries. There's so many requirements. The application is highly likely to be rejected based on so many pieces of information. A lot of times they'll tell you it's two years to open up doors. There's charter laws. You got to have your ducks in a row. You've got to have your students. You've got to have your location. You've got to have your staff. You got to have your curriculum. I'm not saying it's not possible. So if you've got a charter school out there and you're looking at me going, I do not like what this lady has to say, forgive me. I am not at all trying to downplay what you have done. No, I'm just saying that there is another faster, easier way. Private school. Whew. Well, let's talk about private schools. Evaluations, oversights, some require some state assessments. You've got control over your staff. A lot of parents want their children to be gone from the test taking and the burden of these tests. And we find a lot in private schools is that they are overburdened with tests, with grades, with memorizations. Sometimes people will go the private school route though. I know that there are people who listen to this podcast who have a private school and they are successful, but I also hear them saying, It is tons of work. We've got a board. I'm a director. I'm a lead teacher guide. I got so many plates floating in the air. And I do this all because we have to be a quote unquote approved program. If you feel as if that's what's going to get people in your door is that you need to be an approved program with the private school legalities behind your name, then you go for it. If, if you really think that that's what you need, by all means, you go for it. 
I will support you. But I just know in my experience in watching thousands of micro schools pop up, not only in the USA, but other countries, you do not have to be a private school or a charter school to make this successful. Yes, they are less strict private schools with state and national standards, but the regulations really do vary widely. In addition, when we looked at becoming a charter school and decided not to, we then looked at becoming a private school and it was very much the same type of red tape. Got to have a founder, got to have your business plan, got to have majority of resources, staff, students, location, curriculum, all of that identified. Now, that's charter school, that's private school, and now I'm going to talk to you about this new option that's coming out of government funding. States are passing bills to create micro schools. It's similar to what we're seeing in charter and public schools. And I'm just letting you know, I don't want you to be destroyed by lack of knowledge. This is what this whole podcast is about. Do not be destroyed by lack of knowledge. Teachers are going, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Our state's going to approve that we can become a micro school. But hold on a minute. Anytime the government has their hands in this, friends, there is control. There is red tape. We give you the money, you play by our rules. We give you the money, you do what we say. We still fall under the umbrella of government funding. Charter school, bills passed by Congress to start micro schools and private schools. I see a lot of teachers going, "Mm mm-mm, don't, don't think... Don't think this is going to work for me. Yeah, you may say that we don't have to do state testing, but what are we going to have to do? What is our salary going to be? And I am concerned that teachers will possibly feel overwhelmed about the strategies that I'm telling you about becoming an LLC, becoming a private tutoring company, becoming an educational family child care, going that route. I'm afraid that people are going to become so overwhelmed by trying to figure it out on their own, that they're going to default to what we've always been known to do, and that is stick with what has been done for us through the government. And I'm going to say this, we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to keep getting what we're getting. I don't know about you, and yes, I am appreciative of the experience that I've had, but now that I'm out on my own, I don't want to fall back into the hands of the government. I don't. I love being able to create what I want to create. I love being able to teach the way I want to teach. I love being able to be my own boss. I love being able to hire who I want to hire, collaborate with who I want to collaborate with, teach the way that I love to teach. And I am concerned that we're going to start seeing teachers go, oh my gosh, that sounds great. Any, any change is great. And I'm just going to try it because I trust that they're not going to make me do state testing and it's going to be a little bit different, but it's still going to be a little bit of the same. It's still going to be a mixture. We don't want a mixture. We want to be free, free from the regulations. And I'm not saying that we're going to go unschooling here. I'm not saying that we're going to go right off into the sunset and not be responsible. I'm just going to say that we do not have to start out this way. If you want to, after you've formed your LLC, If you want to start going ahead and looking into these options later on, go for it. But right now, starting out with a private school or charter school especially can be a doozy. Cliffhanger, I got a solution. Yes, I do. We're going to skip the regulations here on that, folks. We're going to start small, but we're going to have a massive impact. Yes, so your homework now 
is to go through and look at the legalities of your state, start jotting down what you notice, what you see to be a pattern. Are they opening up micro schools in your area? What are the legalities of tutoring? What's the legalities of educational family child care? You're not going to see anything about micro schools. Head on over to hslda.org. They are the number one recommended legal website for teachers who are looking to homeschool or parents looking to homeschool what the laws are for that state. Students who are not enrolled in a public school or a charter school. If students are not enrolled in a public school, charter school, or private school, what are they enrolled in? They're enrolled in homeschool. If you're not a charter school, if you're not a public school, if you're not a private school, what are these children enrolled as? Homeschooled students who are doing what? Coming to your tutoring business. Coming to your educational family child care. Take a look at it. That's your homework and get excited because I'm going to be sharing with you in the next six episodes, full-time models, resource centers, private tutoring, learning pods, sharing places with partnerships so that you can build the teacher business that works for you. Yes, there is something out there for each and every one of you and I'm so excited. I hope that you are too. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, The link is in the show notes. I'm excited to talk more about this with each and every one of you and to really get through down to the nitty gritty of what this can look like for you. Until next time, you just keep shining that teacher light.